0: Hey everybody, do you or someone you love deal with a chronic medical condition? Today, I'm gonna discuss my own challenges with a chronic condition and the way in which I have structured my life and also the way in which I live my life. In large part, because I myself have had to deal with a chronic medical condition. So welcome to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. This is episode number 33 of the All Around Growth Podcast. And on this Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, we will be discussing chronic medical conditions. So to get prepared a little bit for today's discussion, I searched for chronic medical condition. In my favorite search engine of choice and according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services there are a number of conditions considered to be chronic including but not limited to alcohol abuse, Alzheimer's disease and related dementia, arthritis, osteoarthritis and rheumatoid, asthma, atrial fibrillation, autism spectrum disorders, cancer such as breast, colorectal, lung and prostate, chronic kidney disease, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, depression, diabetes, drug abuse, substance abuse, heart failure, hepatitis, HIV and AIDS, hyperlidemia or high cholesterol, hypertension, high blood pressure, isemic heart disease, osteoporosis, schizophrenia, and other psychotic disorders, and stroke. Now, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, chronic diseases are broadly defined as conditions that last one year or more and require ongoing medical attention or limit activities of daily living or both. Chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, and diabetes are the leading causes of death and disability in the United States, and they're also the leading drivers of the nation's 3.5 trillion in annual health care costs. Many chronic diseases are caused by a short list, list of risk behaviors, such as tobacco use and exposure to secondhand smoke, poor nutrition, including diets low in fruits and vegetables and high in sodium and saturated fats. A lack of physical activity, and excessive alcohol abuse. Now the National Institute of Mental Health also writes that people with chronic medical conditions have a higher risk of depression. The same factors that increase risk of depression in otherwise healthy people also raise the risk in people with other medical illnesses. Okay Now, I wanted to provide some information about what exactly a chronic medical condition is, and also wanted to share, you know, how or why I am qualified to discuss chronic medical conditions in the first place. Now, as I've mentioned in past episodes, I have epilepsy. I have been dealing with epilepsy since the age of 13. I also have experience with tobacco use, alcohol and drug abuse or substance abuse as they call it. Experience with poor nutrition and a transition to a diet supplying good nutrition. I also have experience in transitioning from a lifestyle of little physical activity to an active lifestyle and basically all of this is the full experience Of all-around growth while dealing with a chronic condition known as epilepsy so let's hit the road what has this chronic condition uh, really or how has this chronic condition impacted my life well I'm driving right now and that is a big impact so what I'd like to touch on during my little morning commute this morning is how epilepsy has impacted my driving, my recreational activities, my career choices, my lifestyle, homesteading, uh, health and wellness, and just I'm going to talk a little bit about stress in general. So the reality is, uh, you know, I like to think that epilepsy has not really impacted my life. Okay, and that's the perspective that I choose to have, even though that statement is not entirely true. It's important to understand that, you know, whatever your chronic condition is, it's going to impact your life. And my particular, uh, my particular example of, or my particular chronic condition that I deal with is no different. Um, the reality is it doesn't really impact my life but at the same time it does and it impacts my life in that I need to be mindful of what and how I do life because right now and pretty much every single podcast that you've been listening to I'm driving Okay, this is the commute series of sorts. And I, <clears throat> I, I'm I'm quite frankly, I'm not supposed to be driving right now. All right. Uh, I had a seizure on July 30th. And in the state of Ohio, it varies by state, but in the state of Ohio, I should not be driving for six months after having a seizure now that makes things really difficult and that's pretty much the standard in most other states with which i in which i've lived there there, there's a period of time that needs to pass in order for you to be able to legally drive some states have uh, basically a medical license where your doctor has to sign off to in, like ensure that you don't have or you haven't had any seizures, and um, in the past I've had to do that. But interestingly enough, this past time, uh, my epilepsy seemed to be in remission at the time I got my license. So. That's not something that I've actually been dealing with, but I feel like that could potentially be a problem if I have, um, if for some reason that factors into things while I'm driving. And that has actually happened, right? Now, how has epilepsy factored into my career choices? Well, when I went to school, well, the third time around because I quit football, lost my scholarship at college number one, transferred to college number two, just got too far out there studying English and philosophy and lost, couldn't find my purpose and I dropped out. By the time I went back to college to study horticulture, things seemed to be aligned and what I wanted to do and what interested me the most was tree work, climbing, but it just didn't seem like a good idea for a guy with epilepsy to build a life around doing chainsaw work in trees. So I chose to go the path of you know, nursery management and uh, landscape contracting because I was working at a nursery and I knew I loved plants and I just wanted to build a life that involved me doing something that I loved. Now I was able to also structure my career in a way that allowed me to do my internship out west so I moved out to Colorado And lived out there and worked out there for a couple of years before I had a tremendous seizure behind the wheel and drove into the back of a cement truck at about 70 miles an hour or something like that and had to get cut out of the car that I was driving which was a 1988 Subaru DL and I am convinced that that car saved my life and uh, subsequently I had to move back to Ohio. I was just not in the best position to continue moving forward while recovering from that accident, which was pretty significant and substantial. So by the time I moved back here, I was living with my parents. Again, I was not in the best of shape in my early 20s. I was not in the best of, I just wasn't in the best of shape physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in order to gain traction, gain a footing, I decided that it was going to be in my best interest to walk the Appalachian Trail. And I had made preparations to do so and that was difficult in its own right because I was trying to stash medication and figure out what to do with my prescription medication which I need to take daily and due to some other circumstances involving an ankle injury I did not I had to delay that and then life on life's terms happened and I never completed the through hike just various shorter section hikes now a lack of or an inability to deal with my health and well-being in the way that i oftentimes should and most of us should you know we read earlier that you know many chronic diseases are caused by a short list list of risk behaviors like tobacco use and poor nutrition lack of physical activity and alcohol and drug abuse now you would think that someone with a chronic neurological condition dating back to the age of 13 they would be mindful of these things and you would also think that most other people in our society would be mindful of these things but we are not collectively as a people we oftentimes smoke albeit less frequently now than we did in decades past but are poor nutrition it is it seems to be at an all-time high with unhealthy people everywhere so when i realized that there were alternative and adjunct therapies to the treatment of epilepsy because pharmaceuticals in the way that i take them are not good for me you know and can contribute to many side effects including the early onset of osteoporosis and liver damage and things of that nature. I was basically told not told because doctors say things in a little bit nicer of a way to you, but my understanding was it was absolutely ridiculous to look at anything resembling alternative and adjunct therapies to the treatment of a chronic condition if I wasn't healthy, if my diet wasn't right, if I didn't get my own health and wellness in check, it would have just been a waste of money, time, effort, and energy wasted by me and the doctors. So I began doing exactly that. And I can tell you that dealing with a chronic condition in conjunction with stress and not taking care of yourself will lead burnout. I have gone through two different burnouts on two different occasions, uh, one in large part driven by myself and my own endeavors, entrepreneurial type endeavors, and one that was strictly motivated by what I guess we could call career aspirations. Now the first one was the career aspirations. And I spent a lot of time, you know, trying to build up the corporate, uh, you know, building up my career so I could advance and move forward in the corporate world. And that was all well and good, but my drinking increased heavily. My poor diet increased. Or the diet that I had grew poorer and I was eating terribly with increased frequency I, I put on a lot of weight uh, I just I was not healthy I thought I was crushing it you know I thought I was doing what I had to do to prepare for the life that I wanted to live but unlike Dave Ramsey even though I was listening I began to listen to Dave Ramsey at this time in life I realized that I was not really living like no one else, so that later I could live like no one else. I only learned that a few years ago, but I was living like everyone else with the idea that I wanted to live like no one else. But you know, the information was being consumed in a in, in a proper way, but it was being executed poorly. So you know, poor health, poor wellness poor management of stress in my life led to poor execution of the principles that i knew to be strong and true and that could contribute to a more healthy positive and beneficial life but a failure to execute and deal with you know stress and a failure to move forward with improvements on my health and wellness led to a big burnout and luckily i was able to again move forward with a life that allowed me to make a lateral move within the company move across the united states sort of rebrand myself start over so to speak that was all possible but you know luckily over time i learned enough Patterns with regard to the symptoms and all that that I experienced with this chronic neurological condition, that I was able to manage life and how I drove uh, in a way that was that 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 was okay enough. But I didn't realize that doing all of this contributed to the very stress that I was trying to eliminate from my life. Now, fast forward a number of years and to where I am at right now, I've gone, I went through burnout 2.0. I realized that it is also very stressful to live chasing other people's dreams and in order to Find happiness. You have to live life for yourself, and you have to follow your own dreams. And um, you've got to build upon your own dreams. So that's kind of what I've been doing now. I'm. I, I, it, it's. It's dawned on me that I am not in the uh, best position to base a lifestyle around heavy amounts of driving. And that's oftentimes what a lot of entrepreneurs do is build a lifestyle that's based on and includes a lot of driving. So I'm trying to be creative about the life path that I'm designing for myself. You know, we, family and friends, talk about people who are trying to be small farmers and how much stress and angst they're going through. And a lot of times people ask me what happened and why I'm not growing produce anymore for the farmer's market. And, you know, the long and short of that is I was trying to farm full-time while working on a farm full-time. And that just didn't work out well for me. Now, I also don't necessarily want to be a farmer full time, and working full time in the way in which I am working seems to be the best approach or the best use of my time because all we do. With our day jobs is rent out our time to someone else somewhere else and what i want to do is be a homesteader and position myself in order to provide for my family and my friends and in order to be a homesteader in my opinion we have to have multiple streams of income be able to support ourselves in multiple ways so that if one of those streams of income fails us, we still have other streams of income, you know, that are generating the revenue that we need to live, the life that we need to live. And also, we're doing so with the aspirations, almost peasant-like aspirations, to disengage and live a more simple life that does not require the consistent engagement of the systems of support that we have been living in and that in my opinion is what homesteading is all about and I think for me dealing with epilepsy is just another thing to take into consideration. It's something that's helped shape my approach of homesteading and quite frankly I'm grateful for the way in which I have to deal with it. It's forcing me for lack of a better term to work a little bit harder towards a more um, towards a more healthy um, I got distracted by a text message from my boss, I'm gonna I forgot to tell him that I am at the church uh, signing checks this morning. That was just him telling us to vote. I thought about doing a voting episode today because it is election day, but this is more important. I don't have a lot to say about politics or anything of that nature. So without further ado, thats I'll just wrap it up with that. Homesteading is, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. At any rate, that's what I have to say on chronic neurological or just chronic conditions, Period and um, hopefully you found some value in this episode. And I look forward to catching up with you in future episodes on future videos and check us out on the Facebook group called All Around Growth. And I would also definitely suggest that you download the Telegram messaging app and join us in the group there as well. Lots of fun and uh, interesting chats taking place there would love to see you there so take care everyone have a great day and thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the all around growth podcast we'll catch you next time Bye bye